Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to our Embattled Empaths podcast. And today I want to talk about a super cool uh, practice that's called Ho'oponopono. And that's actually a Hawaiian word uh, that very interestingly translates roughly to making things right twice over. Uh, if you break it down, the ho'o means to make, and that's converted into a verb when used with the noun pono, which means right. And then the double usage of pono, when we say pono pono, is symbolic of making things right twice over. And the twice over uh, is like with the self and others. So I think that's a really cool translation, um, even though it, to us that don't know Hawaiian, it may sound odd, ho'oponopono, but it's super cool technique that I really think uh, can make a huge difference in your life. It's basically focused on reconciliation, pardoning, repentance, confession, and most importantly, acceptance. It's, it, it's like taking complete responsibility for the self and, and its environment. <clears throat> so, so you taking complete responsibility for yourself and your environment. The, the hardest part of Ho'oponopono actually is where you, you have to take responsibility for everything that happens to you. Even those things that in your mind, okay, this isn't my fault. I didn't do anything to cause this and it just happened to me. Uh, if you think back to things you might have learned from the law of attraction or any type of energy work, we know that we create our reality. So even negative things that happen to you, you may have attracted to you. So in some way, you are responsible for every single thing that happens to you, even those negative things that you would say, well, obviously, I would never want this to happen to me. Um, and it's a very delicate balance because, you know, there are some horrible things that can happen and you can't say to someone, oh, well, it's your fault that that happened, right? But it's such a tricky, fine line because people that don't understand how we work with energy will get offended and, and be like, how dare you even suggest that I'm responsible for such and such? But if we, if we follow the teachings of, of all types of universal laws, we are responsible in some way for everything that happens to us. And incidentally, we should always look at things as life is happening for us, not to us, because everything that happens is, has, a, has a learning element to it, right? So even when you go through something horrific, like, you know, my emergency neck surgery where I was almost paralyzed, obviously I didn't want this to happen to myself. I didn't picture it happening to myself. I never imagined that would happen to me. But all the negativity and the things that I was focusing on in a negative way brought, ended up bringing me maybe to the first fall. Maybe, it, maybe the problems with my neck, the herniated disc that caused the compression on my spinal cord, that caused the almost full paralysis. And that caused the emergency neck surgery. So 
if we go all the way back in causes, I have to start with my negative energy. I had a lot of negative energy building up in me. Um, so it could have, you know, it could have came out that way. Is there any way we can prove it? No. <laughs> but when you study energy work, you learn so many interesting things and things that can be proven or that research has shown are um, definitely things that could be true because the research points to the fact that, you know, such and such result is uh better or more positive than such and such result from some control group, you know, that type of research shows us that certain things do work a certain way. And um, so I have to take responsibility for even that negative event in my life. So that's really the hardest part of Ho'oponopono is taking that complete responsibility and then forgiving yourself for putting yourself in that situation. Um, now it may seem counterintuitive to take responsibility for a, maybe, you know, a negative event in your life, maybe a, a horrific event in your life, because if you take responsibility for it, then what? A lot of people would feel guilty or ashamed, but this is not about putting blame on yourself. But what it does is if you, if you can accept that you are the maker of your reality, and you can accept complete responsibility for everything that happens to you, even outside of you in your environment, then you can forgive it and you can release it. So by taking control over it and by accepting complete responsibility, that's what you're doing. You're taking control or taking the power back by saying, I am responsible for this event. I accept responsibility for this event and I forgive myself for making such and such mistakes. I forgive myself for such and such and such and such, right? So Ho'oponopono actually is a very, very old healing practice. Started in ancient Hawaii um, back to, I uh, believe it was 1810, uh, before the unification of the kingdom of Hawaii. Um, and of course, they did not use the word Ho'oponopono back then specifically, but when we look at the oral histories, um, it, it does suggest that the same practice was used to resolve disputes between families. And this is how it came about because the practice uh, was used, again, for accepting responsibility for your part in uh, a dispute and then forgiving yourself and the other person. So that's how it started. Huna, which means secret in Hawaiian, uh, is a very age-old discipline of healing, enlightenment, energy, empowerment. And it's essential part. It's an essential part of uh, Ho'oponopono because uh, it's important to resolve internal and external conflicts in order to move forward with your life. And, and a lot of times there's these blockages uh, there can be blockages in our energies that are stopping us from achieving or attaining what we want out of life. So Ho'oponopono can even help uh, move us forward in life by clearing that, that negative energy because you're going to bring in so much, you're going to heal so much from taking this responsibility and accepting it. And it, before we get into it, it just, just in context, it just in 
what you're imagining this might be, it may feel like, well, how can this possibly work? Um, but like many things, when you're working with energy, it's kind of uh, unex almost unexplainable, and yet it does work. So uh, Ho'oponopono has been used uh, traditionally for family feuds, to remove curses even, uh, to clear negative energies when they would have like a really bloody battle, uh, some type of war. Uh, they believed that the land would be filled with these dark spirits and they would heal the land or clear the land of the negative energies. And I'll have to first, you know, let me let me say, uh, please forgive my voice because I've had a very bad cold, uh, a very, I don't know if it's a cold, but either way, I have a very sore throat. And I've been using uh, chloroseptic spray to try to heal that. So while I'm talking, I can feel like my voice going in and out. So I apologize for that. Uh, but I didn't want to miss another podcast. I've just been very sick. Um, so again, please excuse my voice. All right. So moving on. Uh, part of uh, the Ho'oponopono practice uh, predates even Sigmund Freud. You know, Sigmund Freud introduced the conscious and subconscious mind. And even before that, way before that, um, scholars from Hawaii had developed the concept of three minds of humankind. They were the conscious mind or Yuhain. I don't know if I'm going to say all of these correctly, so forgive me. Um, uncon the unconscious mind, which I believe is Yunihip Yunihipili. And then the higher conscious mind, Amakua. And they believed that these three minds were interconnected by mana. And mana, if you don't know, is the life-sustaining force of living creatures. Um, you can compare it with when we say chi or prana. In my mind, that's the same thing as mana or mana. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they believe that instead of direct communication between the conscious mind and the higher conscious mind, that the system or the, the, the two communicated with, with, with each other through two complex ways. And in the first way, the unconscious mind is an indirect path which connects um, the two extremes by allowing the transmission of ma mana. And in the second method, the conscious mind passes the messages to the higher conscious mind by accessing the mana directly. Um, and they believe that um, practices like meditation would allow people to achieve this interconnection it, because it alters their consciousness. So by connecting our three minds, the higher conscious mind, the conscious mind, and the subconscious mind, we become aware of our innermost energies, uh, which can then be cleared by the healing practice of Ho'oponopono. So Ho'oponopono can help with numerous issues, uh, forgiveness, self-forgiveness, self-comfort. Um, it's used in a lot of practices today even. In fact, if you just Google Ho'oponopono, which you've probably maybe never heard of before, but if you Google it, you're going to see tons of uh, like YouTube videos and, and things about the process. People do guided meditations um, that are focused on this Ho'oponopono method. Um, 
it has been proven to be a beneficial and effective practice. You may have heard that forgiving others is very important for your own self-healing. If you've taken any type of uh, trauma course or, or self-forgiveness course or anything like that, um, even addicts, I believe part of their program, uh, I've never gone through one of the programs myself, but I have had a couple of friends who have, and I am relatively certain that forgiveness is part of the process that they teach, even to overcome addiction. It's extremely powerful. Um, and let me say this, because a lot of times people have these really play, really deeply rooted feelings of pain or betrayal or anger or frustration. And it's very hard to forgive in these situations because they feel like if I forgive, then I'm saying it's okay what you did. And that is entirely not true. And I'll give you an example. There's a person in my life who, from the time I was a, a young girl, created problems in my life. And they were always, you know, she, I think she has maybe one of those issues where, um, you know, you're, you're a compulsive liar. You can't help it because there's been so many issues throughout my life. I, I really believe she might be a compulsive liar and maybe even believes the things she says. I'm not real sure, but she's caused numerous problems throughout my life, which I forgave and moved on and forgave and moved on over and over and over. And finally, just about a year ago, um, it was the last straw and something that she did uh, hurt me deeply, but it was mainly the thought in my mind that, you know, what bullshit? I mean, this, first of all, is she's a complete liar. She's lied about this, that, and the other. Um, she's lying about me. She's causing friction between me and other people. Um, and I'm done. I, I'm just done. I, I don't want anything to do with her anymore. And, you know, when you're, when you're on the journey that I'm on, which many of you listening probably are on as well, where you're, you're healing yourself, you're moving through this journey of, um, of more self-awareness and healing and learning about energy and um, trying to be a better person, you have to sometimes leave people behind that do damage in your life. And so I made a very conscious decision that I'm done. This person does not even exist to me anymore. It's really that simple. And, uh, you know, because of, I think, the level of, of, of uh, harm that she caused, I was able to do that without, without really any pain or um, there really wasn't any feeling of, you know, um, I, I can't say that. In the beginning, there was a lot of anger. Uh, but now I feel very neutral about it. Why? Because I've forgiven. I've forgiven for me because you've heard the saying, you know, I'm sure you've heard many, many times the saying, you know, if, if you, you know, not forgiving someone is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die or something to that effect. Um, and, you know, I've done that before in my past. I'm, wasn't about to do it again, not, not with the journey I'm on. And I wasn't going to let her disruption thwart my forward momentum. So I decided to cut her off entirely from my life. She literally does not exist anymore. Um, if her name comes up or a picture comes up, I immediately go by it as if I don't know her. 
um, because I don't. I've literally cut her off in my mind. Um, and that's going to be a future forever thing in order to safeguard myself. Now, even though I've cut her off and I do not want anything to do with her again in the future, I have forgiven her. I've looked at the reasons why she may have done what she did, not just the most recent time, but even previous times in my life. And how she, from her perspective, may have been looking at things. And so on a logical level, may, not an emotional level, but on a logical level, I was able to understand why she may have done the things that she's done throughout the years. And by doing that, I was able to forgive her for myself. I in no way condone what she's done, right? I in no way, uh, that in no way changes the fact that I want nothing to do with her. And that's okay. That's completely healthy. You're, you, can, you can remove people from your life who cause negativity in your life or cause any type of problem. You can remove them without feeling guilty. There's no reason for you to feel guilty because if, if someone is hindering you growing as a human being, they can't be in your life. It's that simple. So I guess my point is, you, you do need to forgive people, but you don't need to accept their behavior, okay? So you are only forgiving for yourself. You don't even have to, you know I, know, I know some programs that do forgiveness, you have to actually address the person, like go speak with them or call them or something and forgive them. You don't have to do that. Um, and especially in Ho'oponopono, this is a forgiveness of the person or the event for yourself. And you don't even need to speak to the other person. So I super like that about this, this, um, this process. But, you know, it's not all about forgiving others. We also have to forgive ourselves, right? Because sometimes we've done something that we're guilty of or we feel shame about, some type of negative memory that maybe on a subconscious level is hurting us more than we even realize. So, uh Ho'oponopono will give you the opportunity to forgive yourself and restore that self-love. And forgiving and both yourself and others is a, a process that's not going to happen overnight. Um, you know, and, and you need to be aware of that. You may have to repeat this, um, the ritual many, many times. It just depends on the person. Somebody may have... Um, uh, a transformation the first time they do it, um, a, an epiphany the second time they do it, you know. Um, but it, it all depends on the person and how, <clears throat> excuse me, how much you are putting into it. You have to really feel these things. You can't just uh, kind of go through the, the, the steps like, yeah, okay, 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 you know, and, and be very non-complacent about it. You have to be real about it and you have to be 100% present, 100% authentic in what you're saying and believing what you're saying. And that's where the transformation happens. So um, you can do Ho'oponopono for these, uh, for these specific purposes of self-forgiveness or forgiveness of others, um, but also even as a self-care ritual at home where you're, you know, maybe you feel uh, disturbed after watching the news, and there's been some really horrific things in the news lately. 
um, you know, it's, it's very, very good to, to do this after that because you can clear all that negative energy um, and it'll help you feel less burdened. Um, if you're in any kind of situation uh, that you feel might be preventing your growth, um, if you are doing things that you don't approve of, for example, uh, talking behind someone's back, you know it's wrong. You feel guilty about doing it after you did it. Um, do a self-cleansing ritual before going to bed and you'll feel much better. And each time that you work on forgiving yourself for that, you're less likely to do it again in the future. And there are a lot of reasons why uh, Ho'oponopono works. Um, there have been various studies that have been done um, but the effectiveness really hinges on four things. Uh, first, it's a natural transitional shift from blaming others to taking complete responsibility for whatever it was, whosever fault it was. You're still going to take that responsibility so you can forgive yourself, so you can forgive it. Second, you're accepting responsibility is going to start the healing process. So you can start um, moving through things that might have been holding you back. Third, um, we like to feel valued by people, right? And Ho'oponopono is adding value to yourself as well as to the life of others. So this will help you to uh, feel better about yourself, feel like a better person. And, um, and that in turn will make you feel valued by others. And finally, the fourth thing, um, you can get rid of all that negative emotional baggage that uh, might be standing in the way of personal growth. So there is some scientific proof that Ho'oponopono works. And as you know, this is one of the biggest things when I work in any type of energy field, I'm always looking for, well, what's the science? What does science say? I, I like to know. There are some things I take by faith that I just feel intuitively inside me that are true. But I do, even, even then, I like to know the science behind it. And there is some research uh, that suggests forgiveness is linked to better, better mental health, reduced stress, uh, less anxiety. It improves your physical health because stress and anxiety and obviously um, mental health uh, problems of any kind affect your physical health. So when you can improve mental health, stress, anxiety, you improve your physical health. So there was a study conducted where there were two groups, one which followed the Ho'oponopono process and one that didn't. And the research found that, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, the feelings of, un well, what the, what the research assessed was the feelings of unforgiveness that both that both groups um, that both groups experienced, and then they they looked at the feelings of unforgiveness two weeks later. So, in the group that actually did the Ho'opono Pono process or ritual, showed more forgiveness compared to the other one. Um, there's also some studies around physiological benefit. Um, it's been shown to be uh, very effective in uh, regulating blood pressure. Um, and an, in another research study, it showed that Ho'oponopono can boost 
your health and immune system by leveraging the power of forgiveness. So there is some science even behind it. So Ho'oponopono is very efficient uh, and, and beneficial and uh, can help heal you. So let's look at exactly what Ho'oponopono is. Okay, so there are five steps. The first step is the setup. And this is the step before you begin the actual process of Ho'oponopono. And what it is, is that you need to identify and analyze the person or persons that you need to resolve your conflict with. And these can be anybody, your friends, your family, people you work with, um, an ex, ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend, ex-husband, ex-wife. Um, sometimes it can even be someone that you don't know personally, but has hurt you in some way or that you're very displeased with, maybe a political leader or maybe someone who's been trolling you on the internet. So you're going to identify in this step who, you, who you're going to be working with in the Ho'oponopono. And this is just in your mind. You're not physically working with this person. So um, you need to really be in tune with your deepest self. And that, that is a requirement. You really need to tune into your deepest self. The first step is repentance, which is I am sorry, okay? So again, we need to take complete responsibility for everything, um, whether the cause is internal or external. You're going to take responsibility for it. And, you know, again, it might be hard for you to take responsibility for things that, you know, are huge, like global warming, but, um, you know, start with things that, are affecting you on a smaller level. You can work up to the larger ones. Uh, but you definitely need to put your ego aside and admit that you have been a part of the problem in some way. So you can think about um, things that, uh, I don't know, bad habits. Um, are you self-destructive in relationships? Do you have poor eating habits? Um, is, do you have an addiction of some sort? Okay. So, so find this area that you're taking responsibility for, whatever it is, your poor eating habits or your self-destructive in relationships, whatever. Um, and then say out loud, I am sorry. You want to say it out loud. It's always more powerful to verbalize something. Um, say that... Um, you want to forgive yourself for low self-esteem. I understand that I am responsible for my low self-esteem and it has caused me problems in my life. I repent that I have allowed it to stay within me for this long. That's just one example. Okay, step two is forgiveness. <clears throat> Please forgive me. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter 100% who you're asking forgiveness from, okay? Because again, you're taking responsibility for your part in whatever. And you need to say, please forgive me over and over until you actually feel the release of negativity. So picture something that you feel a great negativity towards if you... If you, if you think about it, like 
maybe it's your low self-esteem and you have a very negative feeling about that because you know it's holding you back and you know you could do more if you could just let loose of that low self-esteem. So feel that negativity and then just say, please forgive me, please forgive me to yourself. And you're going to say it over and over and over until you feel that negativity leave. When you feel it leave, we can move on to step three, which is thank you. And I think we all know expressing gratitude is a huge part of the healing practice. So you want to thank yourself for this forgiveness. Or maybe you want to thank the universe, God. Okay, it doesn't matter. The crucial thing is to say thank you over and over and over again until you feel full of that gratitude. And finally, I love you. So in this step, step four, we're going to express love for, for ourselves and your surroundings. This is going to help you heal. So you're going to say, I love you. And you're going to think of yourself and you're going to tell yourself, I love you numerous times. And then you're going to open your eyes or just imagine the room around you and actually say, I love you to everything in your room. Everything that surrounds you doesn't have to be an inanimate object either. It can be a, a book or your desk or whatever, right? You're going to say, I love you and just feel your, feel your, your soul, your body with this love feeling, okay? Um, anything that you feel blessed with, okay, it can be the earth. It can be the air you breathe. It, it just, I love you, I love you, I love you consistently. And that is the four steps to Ho'oponopono. So first we have the setup. So five steps, actually. We have the setup. And then you have step one, I am sorry, or repentance. Step two, forgiveness, please forgive me. Step three, gratitude, or thank you. And step four, I love you, or love. Okay. Now remember that you're forgiving people for your benefit. You don't have to reach out to anyone if you feel that you should, and you want a connection with whoever you're forgiving then absolutely feel free to do that. But that's got to be an intuitive thing inside of you, whether you know that's a good thing for you or not. Um, and, you know, the second thing I want to reiterate is that one time may or may not help you. You may have to practice this as like you would a meditation. Maybe uh, even before you start your meditation, you, you practice Ho'oponopono and then move into your meditation. Or you can do it in between, you know, like do uh, a 10-minute meditation, do Ho'oponopono, and then do another meditation. Um, so you want to um, always do it out loud. It'll have a deeper impact. So if you, if you chant, I love you, I love you, I love you out loud, it's going to work better than if you said it inside your head. So don't expect a miracle. Nothing happens overnight. Um, you have to be aware that it may take some time. But making this a part of your self-care practice, uh, a morning practice, or even an evening practice before you go to bed, it's going to make a huge difference 
uh, so that you can find balance in your life. Okay. Um, while you're, you're doing it, make sure not to entertain any negative thoughts or feelings that may come up. Um, while you're thinking of the things that you are throwing forgiveness at, for example, you, it may bring up pain. It may bring up bad memories, anger, frustration. You have to let these emotions just go like they're, they're just a cloud in the sky mm -hmm. floating by. Um, don't dwell on them and just fo focus back on the feeling. So just know that, that you might get distracted. These feelings may come up, but just let them by and keep on going. Okay. And, you know, there, there obviously is, is more I could say about Ho'oponopono, but that's the basics. And um, my course that I'm doing is going to have a full blown out workout on this where we, we do it together. Um, and there's a lot more information about how it's used in the present day and all that. So um, that is a part of my course, which, by the way, I will mention um, my Embattled Empaths course. Um, and I haven't decided if this is going to be my signature course or not, but it's become so comprehensive that I think it's, it will be. Um, but what I'm, off, what I'm going to be offering is a 21-day spiritual transformation which is an online course coupled with two one-on-one 45-minute coaching sessions each week of the program. So that's two for three weeks. So you get six co coaching sessions total. And that's not only for accountability to make sure you're, you're working through the course um, and completing the exercises, but as you do them, maybe you come up with some questions or things that you want to discuss, uh, some feelings that come up or whatever. So that's what the coaching sessions are there for. Um, and I think this is a very unique approach. I'm kind of combining uh, the online courses with the coaching because I feel like um, that that is something that, that is missing from online courses that you really need. And people don't really do that because then you're limited to the number of people that you can serve. So, <clears throat> which in my case, for example, um, I'm only taking 10 people um, for the 21 day transformation. So I'll be taking 10 people for December and then 10 people for January, et cetera. Um, however, I am going to make the online course available as a self, uh, self-paced course that you can just purchase without the coaching sessions, um, which will be a little less expensive, obviously. Um, and you can just do it on your own and, um, but that's not available right now. It'll be probably be available next month or maybe January. So I'm excited to tell you about that. I'm actually going to be launching that um, next Monday. So that will be coming out. Look forward to that on embattledempaths.com. Um, and you can also uh, check out our page on Facebook. We even have a uh, fast-growing um, gr group of embattled empaths for um, – support. We have a support group called Embattled Empaths uh, Support Group. So uh, check us out on Facebook there as well. And hit me up if you have any questions. You can reach me at Darlene at EmbattledEmpaths.com. Thanks again for joining me. I really appreciate you guys hanging out with me. And I will see you next week. Take care. Blessings. <laughs>